The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and get involved with the show using hashtag TFToday. And now, on with the show. Yes, yes, y'all. From the brand new Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name is Greg Tepper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us listening to the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Normally, you can watch us live on texasfootball.com or on Facebook every weekday at noon, but we're off the air for now while we get our new studio put together. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm flying solo today. Max is out of the country. And so we thought we'd bring you something special, some interviews that we did with some of the best and brightest Texas high school football coaches down at the THSCA Coaching School and Convention in San Antonio last week. Today is Friday, August 10th, 2018, 104 days until Thanksgiving, episode 602. 602, Manny Lee's plate appearances in his illustrious Texas Rangers career. Big show today, we're going to kick it off in the Austin area, talking with the head coach of the Vandegrift Vipers, Coach Drew Sanders, big friend of the show here. Uh, We've had him on a couple of times. Always great to catch up with him. They might be an Austin team to keep an eye on, kind of outside of that normal nexus uh, that you are used to, the Lake Travises, the West Lakes, etc. Uh, watch out for Vandergrift. Coach Sanders is pretty fired up about his squad. We are too. Here's our conversation with Austin Vandergrift coach Drew Sanders here on Texas Football Today. Greg Tupper of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com here at the THSCA Coaching School and Convention here in beautiful San Antonio, Texas. Here with the head coach of the Austin Vandergrift Vipers. It's Coach Drew Sanders. Coach, appreciate you taking a little bit of time. Yeah. To oh yeah. Chat I've been, with us. I've been wanting Yahoos. to come talk to you guys. So. Yeah. I don't know why. I mean, y'all are y'all are um, kind of up there. You're on the Mount Rushmore of, of you, high school you, football. You you definitely overrate us. That is, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Drew Sanders. Okay, so maybe not on the Mount Rushmore, bad, but somewhere bad, below it. Bad start for Drew for Drew uh, for Drew Sanders. Uh, poor judgment. Um, let's talk about uh, your Vipers. Last year, kind of an uneven year. Moments where you guys looked like you were about to have this breakout year, and moments yeah. where it just kind of fell short. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess overall, you know, seven and five, another playoff berth, nothing to turn your nose up at ever. Right. But how would you characterize uh, what you guys did last year? Well, you know, we had we had set goals to get past the second round in our second year six A. Didn't do that. Lost to Steel again. Uh, we did play Steel better than we played them the year before. But um, you know, I still feel like that uh, we're making some progress. And we also set another goal again. We've got to get to the third or fourth round if we want to establish ourselves in the upper echelon of 6A. Because right now we're a very solid 6A program, but we want to be elite, and we're not there yet. And that's okay to say that about yourself as you try to, you know, figure out things in the 6A world. I think you're exactly right, is that, well, especially it's a crowded Austin market Mm -hmm. in in 6A. You know, there's a lot of, there's there's only X number of elite positions Mm -hmm. and a lot of them are spoken for right yeah. now. So, so to get noticed, you've really got to do something. Well, and, that, and that's why it's called elite. Not everybody's there, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, I think there's a lot of people that don't want to play us. But at the same time, there's some people that we have yet to beat. You know, we had Westlake. Um, we had the lead with 30 seconds left, and they found a way uh, to beat us at the end. So we've got to find a way to win mm-hmm. a game like that in 6A. How do, you, how do you teach that? How do you teach? Because we hear that all the time. It's like the toughest thing to, 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 to 
for a team to learn is, is how to finish. Kind of finish. How yeah. do you how do you teach that? You know, I think sometimes it's just a, a bunch of young kids believing in themselves when there's no other reason to believe, and they find a way to do it. Um, and then as coaches, you're always trying to work on mental toughness through off season and things like that. But I'm not sure if it's just not a few special players that kind of have it and they just do it. Yeah, and, uh, and, I, and, and I think a lot of coaches want to give themselves credit for that <laughs> to show value for their job. But I think a lot of times I've just watched kids make plays and go, I can't believe he just did that. And I'm not sure what I had to do with it. The kid just did it. So um, hopefully we've got some guys in this group that, that believe in their coaches and themselves and the ability to go do something special. The thing that's got me excited about your, your team this year uh, is I think that this, this defense has a chance to be pretty mm-hmm. good. Uh, it looks like this defense has, has has a couple of playmakers there that are they're going to be able to uh, make some plays for you. Yeah, we've got we've got two very special linebackers, mm-hmm. uh, some of the best in the city, I believe. Spencer Jones has been on varsity since he's a freshman, and um, and I had a guy yesterday say, "Well, has that linebacker graduated?" I said, "No, he's a senior, and he a coach only." You know, started crying. You know, so it was it was good. So I like our linebacker. Uh, I like our corners situation, um, and then we've got some new. Uh, positions that I think guys will step up inside. We're pretty solid. Offensively, uh, we have uh, probably the most back skill-wise that we've had um, in a while. So yeah. in our running back situations, right? Good. Well, that's Isaiah Smallwood is kind of where that starts. And I mean, a bruiser. <laughs> I mean, you know, two oh five at a running back is, is pretty solid. And uh, you know, as the guy who gets to see him every day in practice, maybe about Smallwood. What what kind of sets him apart? Yeah, Isaiah's first of all, his size and speed is, is great. He, he ended up running a 4.6 at several camps this year. So at, at 205, 206, 4.6 is, is, is pretty beastly. And then um, so Isaiah is just a good young man that, that has just matured and uh, is becoming a really hard worker in addition to a talented young man. And then we've got another guy that not many people know about, a guy named Brendan Bennett, who will be a senior also, that's been offered by a couple of D3 schools. Uh, but he's over 200 too and fast and big. So we've got two 200-pound backs that we're pretty excited about. Realignment for y'all was really, boy, a bit of a mixed bag because on one hand, you move away from the Lake Travis's and Mm -hmm. the West Lakes. You move all the way to Region 2, you know, in District 13. But it's not like you got handed some sort of easy district. You know, you're in there with Cedar Ridge and Hendrickson and a couple other really good teams. I'm I'm really interested in, in... do you view this as a net positive, a net neutral? It's it's really it's, it's really probably hard neut- to read. It's, that's a good way to say it. it's probably a neutral because I actually got text messages on on uh, realignment day from several coaches saying, "Oh, congratulations, you lost Lake Travis, Westlake, and those guys." And I think that is said by somebody that doesn't know about um, the other guys that mm-hmm. I went to. In addition to, I think there's a different level of complexity that a lot of people don't realize is. We have now have eight district games. I have less games to figure out who I am as a team. And we've got some inexperienced spots like everybody. And so it's kind of we have some competition, so it would be nice to be able to figure out exactly who those starters are. And in a scrimmage in two games, that's, to me, not enough time. And so we've got to really fast-forward our learning curve. And in addition, of course, you already mentioned a couple of the big teams, but we've got to find a way to compete. We start off district right away with Cedar Ridge. And then the next week we got Hendrickson, and so <laughs> we're starting right. Yeah, that's right. We're <laughs> starting right away, and that's going to be a great game because I think we are a good team too. And so those those are going to be uh, two great games to start. You mentioned a truncated nine district schedule. How does that affect your scheduling? Um, the, the, you know, uh, sometimes you know what you guys were having four non district games mm-hmm, last right. year. Yeah. Um, how does you know you got to get everything you need to get done in two games? What what do you? How does that change how you I schedule? I think it, we have to 
um, scheduling-wise, I just try to find good people, and, and I found um, two very quality teams. Obviously, Cedar Park's our first game. You know, I think you probably looked at our schedule before this uh, interview. And, and, of course, we all know Cedar Park is a, an excellent 5A team, and they they have beaten us the last couple of years. Um, and so we've got to find a way to uh, um, be competitive with them. Last year we weren't. Um, and the year before we lost by, I think, a touchdown or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're always good, mm-hmm. and uh, we got to go on the road, and they always play well at Gupton. And then we've got Clean Ellison, who is a program that Trent Gregory just did an amazing job with them. I think they were maybe 0-10 or 1-9 when Trent took mm-hmm. them over several years ago and made them um, a playoff-type team. And actually, no, they made the playoffs last year, mm-hmm. lost to DeSoto maybe, or, or, right. yeah, or someone, mm-hmm. someone um, um, pretty good, uh, tradition-rich. So. I think um, those two teams, with Ellison having eight and eight back, they're going to provide a lot of speed. Their quarterback is the uh, Billy Spiller's son, the state championship quarterback from Colleen back in the day. You remember when Colleen won the state championship, I think, 90-something, 91 maybe? Um, Fact check that, Max. Yeah, but um, (laughs) that's his son, and so he can run all over the place. So we've got two really good teams. In addition, we're going to have to rotate people in a lot. Yeah, no, I I understand, and – um, so, so we're kind of here at the, this is the kind of the kickoff of football season here, the THSCA coaching school and convention. You know, we're here in San Antonio. Um, it's we've had a, apparently a record number of, of coaches here. A uh, part of it is um, the scheduling of it. Is that this is this is a new schedule? You've been around the block enough to that that this is different. You know, mm-hmm. we started on Sunday. We're ending here today on Tuesday. I'm really interested in, in kind of your take on on the different schedule. I thought um, the, the line pickup, ticket pickup was interesting. Um, but <laughs> yeah, was um, there was a lot line. of pushing, shoving, and, and uh, I might have had a few crosswords I might have had with some, with some coaches I did not know. So um, I did get my packet, though. Um, and then, uh, but overall, though, I think it's really good because we're going with the new coach certification uh, program, which is a partnership with UIL and THSEA, obviously, but some of our, our fans might not know. And uh, so I think that's really good. We're, by the time we're done, we'll have a coach certification program for the first time really ever. We've done RCP, but they're kind of renaming it and reframing it on some things. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really glad they're doing that. In addition to, you know, without an all-star game, because you, you, of course, remember with the all-star oh, games yeah. and everything else, that was fun, but we, we um, aren't doing that anymore. So there was a lot of, I thought, just dead time. And they've squeezed a day off of it mm-hmm. to make sure that we're and, – and, and I'm, I know you were here – there were people in this area all the way till 4 o'clock yesterday, and there's a lot of in, um, interactions, uh, I think, that weren't happening the last few years. And then everybody gets to do it and then get back to their – because I want to go back to workout. Like, our kids are working out, and so I want to go back and watch them tomorrow. So that's good. I miss one less day. Yeah, it's been overall positive when mm-hmm. I've been talking with coaches. They've been, they've been pretty positive about it. All right, Drew Sanders is the awesome man, Griff Viper. He's got to put him on the spot. It's the Dick Sporting Goods Wheel of Questions. <laughs> oh, yes. The Dick Sporting Goods Wheel of Questions. I remember this. DickSportingGoods.com. Give this thing a spin. You are legally bound to okay. answer whatever question. And who made this up? Was this that's Step? That's did Step add anything? Or? Step, most of these questions are, are at least Step-related. All right. Your favorite stadium to play in, obviously, besides your own. Your own is, you know, that's number one. But what's number two? Definitely love the confines of Monroe Memorial. Yeah. Um, but I would say... Right off, the first thing in my head was House Park. Yeah. So that, that's the first thing in my head, and uh, I've been in Austin now for a long time, I think 13 years in the Austin area. I was at Travis before Vandegrift, and uh, I've always loved House Park. It's a classic. Yeah. It's a classic. It's, you know, if, you, if, if, you pull in, if, if you're in Dallas, there's something about the Cotton Bowl. If you're, mm-hmm. you know, if you were in Houston, RIP, the Astrodome, you know, stuff like that. But, 
Um, but that's the classic. That's where you want to play. Yeah. You know, yeah. And I the think fans are right there on top of you. And, and I remember one of our moms yelling one time during a playoff game at my lineman, you know, tell them to block better. And <laughs> to I thought, block you know, better. This is, this yeah. is great. You know, yeah. Fans always, have, fans always have the best, most specific advice, right? Block better. Run faster. Yeah, change something, coach. Well, I'm trying. Yeah, change something. Do something, coach. Get them better. I've got a few quotes I could also say, but they're not appropriate. <laughs> it's, a, it's a family show. It's Drew Sanders, head coach of the Vandergrift Vipers. Coach, appreciate your time. Best of Always really appreciate you guys. There he is, Drew Sanders, the head coach of the Vandergrift Vipers. You can tell he's pretty fired up about his team. We are, too. Excited to see what they do in 2018. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Remember to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider today. Uh, it is definitely worth your time. 1995 for an entire year. You get two magazines, the 2018 Summer Edition shipped to you. You get the 2018 Recruiting Edition shipped to you right after Thanksgiving. You also get a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com, including, and I'm going to keep pumping this up, Matt Stepp and I are doing a high school football nerdcast every week. So if you are a big Texas high school football fan, we are literally just going to turn on the mics and talk about high school football for an entire hour sometimes. Uh, we'll do that every week. Um, if that sounds like something you would be interested in, uh, it is going to be for insiders only. So check that out. You can become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com. Let's continue with the show with a conversation we've had with Coach Ryan McIver of Weimer. There's a lot of different vowels in there. Ryan McIver of Weimer. Uh, excited to see what he does with his squad in 2018. Here's our conversation with Weimer Coach Ryan McIver here on Texas Football Today. Matt Stepp, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, back here at the Texas High School Coaches Association Convention in beautiful San Antonio, Texas. Here with the head coach, the new head coach of the Weimer Wildcats, Coach Ryan McIver. Coach, yes, uh, thanks for taking a few minutes to chat with us today. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. All right, Coach. Uh, first off, congratulations on the gig. You, you are undefeated and yes, well-loved in Weimer. Yes, Ho- sir. Hopefully that continues for a while. Yeah, best few months of my life so far, <laughs> huh? When... Uh, Talk about when Weimer came open, you know, and that job was out there. What attracted you to the job? And when you went went in went through the interview process, what were some of the positives from that gig that you, that you took away in the interview okay. process? Uh, to be, be perfectly honest with you, uh, about two years ago I interviewed for the Columbus job, final two. Uh, Coach Bonewald ended up getting that job. Uh, and But I really liked the area. Uh, I felt like I was ready to be a head coach, wanted to give it a go. And uh, so I actually talked to some people from the Columbus interview and said, do you know anybody in Weimer? And, and they said yes and, and told me it would be a great place to be. And uh, so we, we just threw our name in the hat and went for the interview. Uh, was supposed to have a, a two interviews and only ended up having one. So you just knocked it out, really, huh? Things went really, really well for us. Well, what, what do you think of the town? I mean, what, what, have, what, have, what are your impressions of Weimar as a town? I'm a small-town kid. Uh, Weimar would have been the largest town I ever grew up in. So, wow. Uh, I graduated from Bartlett High School, which is about 1,200 people in the town. Mm-hmm. Lived in Norman G and some places up in North Texas called McGargle and Harold, which I'm sure no one's ever heard of. I know where Harold is. That's, that's, that's up, up uh, between Decatur and Wichita Falls uh-huh. on 287. That's right. that's right. That's exactly right. That, there is, you some go. Texas, that is some Texas geography there you right go. there. Yeah. There you go. I, 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 my dad was a principal in uh, McGargle, and Coach Cluley, new head coach at Lubbock Estacado, 
he was talking about some land he, his folks had got a hold of, and he hunts on. And he said it was a McGargle, and he said, "You don't know where that is." I said, "Hell, I've lived there, buddy." Um, <laughs> are, you, are you admitting you know Joe Cluley at Lubbock Estacado? Are you, are you unfortunately, that? I do. I do admit that. Uh, <laughs> That's awesome that you guys are buddies and you both got head coaching jobs yes, right around sir. the same time. Man, yes, it's sir, pre- pretty, pretty, pretty awesome thing. I love the I love the small town feel of Weimar. Uh, it's a little bit different from my uh, my family. My wife's from Allen, so oh, uh, she's never opposite. really she never really lived in a small town. Even you know, we worked with uh, Coach Cluley in uh, in Lago Vista, but we lived in Leander at the time. Mm-hmm. So she was we were living in larger towns. Uh, lived in uh, Dickinson when we were at Texas City. So she's always been in a larger city, and and now she's trying to get the feel of, uh, of the small town. Doesn't Weimar have a really great baseball park as well, like a really old baseball it stadium? It does. Veterans Stadium, we, uh, the veterans own it, and uh, it's well kept up. It's, they have playoff games there all the time. Oh, they? absolutely. Uh, so we went and watched uh, Sweeney play Bernie there this year and uh, knew the head coach from Sweeney. Uh, worked with him west columbia so it's, it's i've seen pictures of it it's a beautiful it's, ballpark it's, really it's one cool. of those cool classic ballparks we actually have a wonderful softball field too. we host a lot of 6a playoff games and, and softball yeah there you go okay yeah. well let's look ahead to 2018 in the weimar wildcats um obviously you're a new coach you're putting in new systems on both sides of the ball yes sir uh what kind of team can wildcat fans expect to see when you, t- when you guys t- take the field on august 31st for your opener you know we're pretty excited about it um you know, a lot of people sit here and tell you that they're young and we're going to struggle a little bit. And, and I'm not saying we're going to be great, but we got some athletes running around. Uh, I think that uh, we've got quite a few returners coming in. Uh, that They've got some experience, and we're excited about our freshman class. Uh, our freshman group is small as far as numbers goes, but, but they're pretty talented. And uh, they've been up there working all summer, uh, gotten more kids working in the summer than, than apparently has ever been. Uh, working there at Weimer, uh, not as many as I'd hoped for. Yeah, yeah. but uh, still working it, on it, right? You know, in a town like that, kids kids work, kids work during the summertime. Yeah, they have jobs. Uh, yeah. They have jobs, and so, uh, but we're, we're getting quite a few kids show up and, and get a little workout in, and, and it's been nice. So uh, we we got a we got some talent running out there. You mean a small town guy? You probably understand that kind of mentality where kids maybe they have jobs at, at the local fast food restaurant, or maybe they're working on, on some land somewhere. Oh, absolutely. How do you balance that? I mean, do you, do you just ask your kids to talk to you about that and say, "Hey, coach, you know, I, I have to work. I have to help my family out." That kind of thing. How do you handle that communication when a kid, you know, has a good reason for not coming to summer workout? Absolutely. We have, uh, you know, we have a morning workout session and after or an evening workout session. Uh, so a lot of kids can can go to their jobs. You know, we have kids that work out in you know hauling hay and stuff like that, seven a.m. and but they're getting done at three, so they can come up to the six o'clock session. Uh, but some of those kids do work twelve, fourteen hours. Uh, those kids that are working twelve, fourteen hour days, they're doing the kind of labor that uh, means that they probably don't need to be doing. <laughs> a lot of weightlifting because they're getting that done. They're probably already in shape. Yeah, aren't they're they? driving post holes and stuff like that. So they're they're getting that kind of work done. But uh, we just communicate, and talk, and and uh, and make sure that uh, you know a lot of summer workouts is not just the uh, the lifting the weights and the running. It's the being involved with your teammates. Yeah, seven on seven stuff like absolutely. that. Absolutely, right? absolutely. Now we're talking about working out, and, and and that goes hand in hand with nutrition. Yes, sir. And at Dave Campbell's Texas Football, we are we we have partnership with Dairy Max. And uh, we all know that that fueling the body. If, you, if you're not fueled, you're not oh, going to perform. Absolutely. Uh, what do you, what do you and your coaching staff plan on talking to your kids about as far as, as fueling the body, nutrition, specifically drinking chocolate milk? I mean, we all know chocolate milk is a great addition to any 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 athlete's diet, and I'm sure it's something you guys have t- 
talk to, you're going to talk to your uh, kids about? It's one of the best things you can use for post-workout uh, recovery. Uh, it's just as good as any protein shake or anything like that. We do uh, try to distribute chocolate milk and actually peanut butter and jelly sandwiches as, as often as we can, as, uh, as often as the budget provides. Um, but it's, it's one a lot of more best. affordable options for protein shakes, Absolutely. right? You can get chocolate milk for, and it's something that your cafeteria can do for you. There you, you know? go. And so we uh, we try to provide that for the kids and and, uh, and and take care of that that recovery time for them. There you go. Well, coach, now it is time. Uh oh. For the tough the toughest part of the interview, the Dick's uh, Sporting Goods Wheel of Questions. We got our wheel here. Got some. Oh, got some, there we go. I want you to give this bad boy a good spin, and we'll All see right. where it lands. Cluley said it, he hopes it's on something tough. Oh, I hate Cluley. You know, I, that, that Lago Vista staff was was something else. There's we, we talked to Coach Hare earlier, so yeah. Yeah. All right, so this is favorite win. So now you're you're undefeated as a head coach, but you also haven't won a game as a head coach. That's yet. right. So, so that's tell us gonna... about your favorite win. It could be from your playing days or Absolutely. from your days as, assist, as an assistant coach. What's that win that you're like, that's, that's the best win I've been involved in as, in my uh, career? Best win I've ever been involved with, uh, with would have been a regional final uh, championship when we were at Lago Vista against Rice Consolidated at the Dome, the Alamo Dome. Uh, we're a slot team offense, or slot T offense. And uh, they all put a two-minute drill together. We did. We ran, and a, ran a screen for about 70 yards. I was at that game. Were well, you really? I was at that game. It was part yeah. of a triple header. I think Refurio played uh, Schulenberg in the uh-huh. nightcap right. of that game. That's right. It was an unbelievable game. And, and you got a, a, I had never seen a slot T team move that fast and run a two-minute uh-huh. drill, and you guys were in it to perfection. It, it, it was, was beautiful. Uh, and and for and I don't know if it's still up there, but the Bullock Museum, there's still a picture of me, Cluley and Hare, hugging each other at the end of the game. You know, at the, in the Texas high school football section of it. That's awesome. That's and, a, that was a, that was, was one of the great great football games I've ever seen. It was, it, it was up there. It was fun to be a part of. I promise you that. Well, anytime you win a playoff game, it's always a fun. And uh, hopefully, there's, there's many playoff wins in your future as a head coach at Weimar. I hope so. Well, we appreciate your time, Coach. Appreciate what you do for student athletes. Yes, in the state sir. Of we Texas. appreciate you what, what you do for Texas high school football. Thanks, Coach. All right. Have a good one. There he is, Ryan McIver, the new head coach of the Weimar Wildcats. Uh, you know, this is a squad that made the playoffs last year, but not up to Weimar standards. He's hoping to get them right back to where they believe they belong, and uh, we certainly believe they belong as well. Excited to see what this senior quarterback, Clay Barton, does in 2018. Excited to see what uh, Weimar does. I think they may be uh, a bit of a sleeper there uh, for uh, for their district. So that's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Vince Young, please meet your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you on Monday on Texas Football Today.